for a wretch like me. Thank you, Lord. Truly, there is no greater love. Thank you, Lord. And I thank you right now, Jesus. Right now, Lord. Thanking you, Father, for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. The Holy Spirit that brings things back to our remembrance. Yes, Lord. Yes, sir. The Holy Spirit that helped guide us throughout the path of righteousness. Yes, Lord. Yes. Now, here, Father, we come this morning to give you honor, yes. praise, yes. and glory. Yes. We come, Father, this morning to lift up thy son, Jesus. Yes, Lord. But he said that if he be lifted up, that he would draw all men unto him. Yes, Lord. So here we are this morning. Father. Thank you, Lord. We come this morning, Father, to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we have so much to be thankful for. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I can't now stand up here and thank you for all of the things that you have done. Thank you. But I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. For you truly have been good to us, Father. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. Now, Father, I come asking you to look down upon this church this morning, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We ask now, Father... To rain down your Holy Spirit upon yes, us, Lord. Yes, Lord. For we need wisdom. We need understanding. Thank you, Lord. We need guidance. Yes, We're depending on you, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I come this morning, Father, asking you to look down upon this congregation, Father. Yes. For somebody this morning standing in need of a blessing this morning, Father. A blessing that only you can give. Yes. 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 And we're calling upon you, Father, to move in a mighty and powerful way. Yes. And then, Father, we ask that you look down upon the pastor of this church. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And continue to help him to lead your people. Thank you, Lord. In the way that they will have that you will have them to go, Father. Thank you, Lord. We pray your blessing upon his family. Thank you. Thank we pray your blessing upon Reverend Jenkins this morning, Father, Thank and his family. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, I come this morning. With a special request. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I'm asking you, Father, to look down upon my friend, Thank you. Deacon Johnson, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. For you know his condition right now, Father. Right now, right now, Lord. I just ask now, Father, that you just move in his life and just move, touch Lord. his body, Father. Move, For he needs you right now, Father. Right now, Lord. I'm asking, Father, that you just bless all of your sick and shut in, Father. Thank you. For I can't call them all name by name, but you know them all, Father. You know them all. And I ask now, Father, you just touch right now. Well, help me, Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, we pray your blessing upon the pastor of this church. We pray, Lord, that you just give them a word from on high. A word that might be able to help somebody, somebody, somebody. on this Christian journey. Somebody. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. We give you all honor, praise, and glory. Truly, your word. Yes, sir. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Don't you let nobody you
devotion to serve, but not to our praise. We ask that you just continue to pray for one another. Thank you, Lord. Okay? Pray our words. Amen. Believe me. Thank you. Thank you. We now turn the remainder of the service over to the hands of the people. Thank you, Lord.
not so we can be a blessing to ourselves, oh God, but so we can be a blessing to the body of Christ. So we can be an instrument for you to use to bless somebody. Have your way, oh Father God. Have your way, oh Father God. We ask that you look beyond our faults and meet us at our needs right now. Father God, right now, be a battle axe in the time of a battle right now. Be a strong tower right now. Father God, we plead the blood of Jesus against every foul and malignant spirit that may come up and rise up against your people right now. And what we want to do right, Father God, evil is already present. Father God, let the spirit man in us take control right now so we will make the right decision at the right time. Think the right things right now and say the right things. Even though we don't feel comfortable, Father God, we ask that you allow your Holy Spirit to move on our hearts right now and allow us to do what you want us to do right now. Have your way with your people in this place. We ask, oh God, that you bless Lord Lucifer right now. Bless us, the Lord, and Lord, this territory, Father God. Meet its needs right now. Father God, whatever the need, whatever the gifts that I need in this place, I ask the Father God that you do it right now. So, Father God, that somebody will find their way home to you. Thank you right now. Bless you, bless the service, oh Father God. Have your way in it, Father God. Whatever is accomplished in this place, we will be thankful to you all the honor and the praise and the glory. And all who love the Lord say, Amen.
run and tell that. Yeah. Like, tell everything else. Tell that. <laughs> oh, that song is working. How many times see that thing work? You want to run and tell that? Amen. I'm gonna scare you. I know y'all seen that. Y'all make the devil mad. It's like saying, nah, 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 you're gonna run and kill that. So, yeah, I'm gonna come and get you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Have you had any visitors in the sanctuary for the first time? This is the first time in the sanctuary. Stand up. Let Pastor give you a, a personal welcome.
Dennis prays for everyone on the prayer list, uh, healing list. Also pray for the bereaved family. And continue to pray for your, your pastor, leaders, and, and church. Amen? Amen. 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 It's so, such a blessing just to see everyone in, in the sanctuary. Amen? Amen. Uh, I pastor was a little under the weather this week. Uh, I really, really love a little under the weather. I'm telling you, God is a good God. I'm saying this so you get a praise report out of this. Don't know, like I told my sister, I always tell my, my key core people, so they always pray. I'm not to tell the whole church, because you said, if you send enough prayer up, Dr. Jenkins said it today, he said, you know, he said that some things we don't have to, he said, how you, how you put them? He said, make sure I put it right up, Chief. He said, in Sunday school, he said, everything, single thing, you don't have to ask God about it, because if we're in a relationship with God, he puts stuff in our spirit. That we ought to know what to do when we come upon it. That was that was deep. And I said, you know, right? I ain't had to call the whole church, but I had enough prayer being sent up, right? And I just had to know what I had to do, and anybody else had to deal with me knew they better do what they had to do. Amen. But Monday night I was on the way to work, and I was having some real chest pain. And I say, you know, I like to blow everything up. Pastor, you think he's the energizer bunny. I am the energizer bunny. Don't laugh. I am the energizer bunny. Yes. But sometimes I have to listen. And when that pain in my chest chin and start going down my left arm, I said, okay. I turned the car around and went to the hospital. It kept me overnight. Pastor wanted to have a heart attack. They said, Pastor, just need to rest. Just need to rest. Just need to rest. Listen to your body. But it could have been worse if I would have all our prayer going. Everything fell in place. Amen. And I was forced not to do anything all week. Amen. Amen. Thank God only Dr. James can get away with it. Because I still gonna get up here and preach Sunday today. But I God, thank God for Jonathan Jenkins and Sister Phil in the background laughing. Right? He told me to take it easy, Pastor. I got it. And I thank God I have him here. Amen. I'm saying this. God is a good God. Because yes, yes. He takes care of us before we get into stuff. Yes, before stuff come our way. Alright? And, and God is a good God, y'all. Yes, yes. He's a good God. And you never know what's going to happen to you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So don't take for granted what you got today. Because yes. you don't know where you are going to be tomorrow. Yes. Your, your faith can change in a moment. Y'all yes. yes. see what I'm saying? Your faith or your, or your your state, your state can change in a moment. But if God's on your side, that's a whole different situation. We might go down, we ain't going to stay down. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I had to lay myself down. I got kind of used to laying down on every night. <laughs> it's going to be hard for me to go back to work next week. I don't know. I thank God for each and every one of you guys. Amen? For praying. But I say that to show you that you never know. Sunday I was fine, and Monday I was not. Amen. So, but guess what? Thanks be to God. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank God for you. And we need to pray for each other. Continue praying for Deacon Johnson. Okay? He has a desire to be here, but he's, you know, he's, he's, he's ill. And but God is in control. Yes. Remember uh, Brother Isaiah, who, who was out, remember him? Yeah. 
okay? Um, I see Gene today, but I don't see Brother Hudson, so just in case he is under the weather, just make sure you pray for him, all right? And make sure you pray for furloughs. Yeah. Okay? Make sure you pray for each and every one, all right? I didn't even notice you. You are both here. You got them dark shades. I didn't recognize you either. Like, whoa. Thank God for both of y'all being in the service today. Amen. We've been praying for you. You're going to show them show service today. Amen. Who else I forgot something for you? I do. Amen. We got everybody. I want to say, so, CJ, I'm glad. I'm glad you're here. Pastor, take a break to your brother in church. I see a brother coming to church and a pastor excited about it. Yeah, I don't take it for granted that you showed up. You could have been somewhere else. And I thank God for you. Amen. I know. I thank God each and every one of you. Amen. 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 Now, let's see. Spotlight, our history, our YouTube, our welcome to the spotlight of black history. Come on up. Time, offering time. Praise the Lord. 
Bible said, bring your tithes and the storehouse and everything meet in my house. He said, prove me not, child God. See that I open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. He said, try me. And see that I open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You know, it's, it's biblical. You know, we can't be God-given. You know, it's spiritual. You know, it's a personal walk between the last and our God. And we know that he don't always have to bless us with, with finance. We can open up other doors in our lives. And we know that we're going to keep ourselves obedient to the word of God in every area. Amen? The devil said, I might not can't get you nothing else. He said, but I'll make your money go funny and your change go strange. And I see how much you serve God now. So we're not going to let the devil. We're going to call those things that are not as if they are. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. Amen? Amen. We thank those online who give online to that platform, to the text giving, to the cash app, to the church. We thank God for you, your faithfulness in giving that. We thank you for that. Let's bless this often in advance. Let us pray. The Lord of God, I excellence your name and all your ask your people about to give unto you, Father God. Bless what they're about to give, oh Father God. Father God, you know their hearts desires. Father God, we're not all in a position to give. But Father God, we're going to give and call those things not as if they are. Father God, right now you know what we need, when we need it. We ask you to let the spirit of prosperity and success breathe within the lives of your people and come against that spirit of failure right now and doubt in the lives of your people. But only people place your feet, oh Father God. Let them claim that their ground right now in the name of Jesus. Return it unto your people they give to you, Father God. Sevenfold, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Let this offering be used for the betterment and upbuilding of your kingdom. And when given days are over, Father God, save us a place anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all who love the Lord say amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Church stand and come from the back and quietly some music.
Let us pray. Oh Lord our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Father God, we come to call on you at a time like this. But Father God, we need a word from you. And without a word from you, what will we do? Father God, right now, first of all, I want to thank you for the church. A place where we can come and express our thanks to you. We can come together. We can be called to feel like stones fitted together. We need each other. So we're here, Father God, because I'm shopping on it. So Father God, right now, we actually need to give you that Consecrate our hearts and our minds. Father God, most of all, consecrate our spirit, Father God, so that we're able to understand the word that you're about to give unto us. Father God, bless Dr. Jesus right now as he stands before us. Father God, use him in the mighty way. Father God, take him down to that storehouse of wisdom and knowledge that he has deposited him. Father God, so that he may be able to execute the text and explain it to us as you have given him to give it to us. Father God, allow us to be receptive to whatever you are about to say. And Father God, not only let us be accepted, Father God, not only hear us of your word, but allow us to be doers of your word. I say as he goes to and fro, trying to snatch the word of knowledge away from your people. Bless him right now, Father God, anoint him afresh right now. So whatever's accomplished in this city, oh Father God, we will be kept with you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. All who love the Lord say amen, amen, amen and amen.
Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you to Pastor Deacon for all of you for your prayers. Pastor in particular, giving me an opportunity to say a word today. I want to call your attention to the book of Hebrews, chapter 12. And I want to read just a few verses and you can receive it. Reading from the New King James Version, chapter 12, verse 1 says, Therefore, we also. Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily, I think King James would say, sets us. New King James says, and so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Yes. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You may be seated. Isaiah 61 when he said I have been anointed to preach the gospel 
Uh, Isaiah himself did not realize the full extent of that prophecy. Jesus made it known in the New Testament in Luke chapter 4 when he stood up to read from the scroll of Isaiah 61 he stopped when he came to the point in one sentence the acceptable year of the Lord the rest of the sentence would say the day of vengeance why did Jesus stop there? Because the acceptable year of the Lord was the time frame whereas he had come to reveal himself to his people to allow them to know that he was the anointed one. And the acceptable year of the Lord really spoke to his first advent or his first coming. The rest of that sentence said in the day of vengeance wouldn't start till he came the second time. Uh, Job pondered over many things that the Lord allowed him to go through. I can hear him say, though he slay me, yes, but I trust him. Also, I hear Job saying, if a man lives, or if a man dies, rather, shall he live again? At that particular time, Job had not received the revelation fully that there would be a resurrection. If a man lives, shall he die, shall he live again? Later, Job would find out as he received the revelation from God, and he said, Yet in my flesh, In other words, in his body, I will stand. So he realized then that, yes, man shall live again. He didn't realize what Paul stated that when absent from the body is present with the Lord at that time. He talked about dying and going into the earth. Jews in particular, Job didn't recognize that one day there would be a resurrection. This work deals with the tremendous struggle involved in leaving one religious system for another. It was a matter of leaving Judaism for Christ. Like I said, there was nothing wrong with Judaism, but God didn't intend for them to continue. And the holy days, the sacrificial systems, 
the Passover and all of those things. All of those things was representative of what God would do with his people in the future. Abraham didn't really realize what was going on when he went up to the mountain and God told him to sacrifice his only son Isaac. But he knew something was up because he said, I see the sacrifice. I mean, I, I see the lamb. In other words, he saw uh, what God had told him to do. But he wanted to know where's the sacrifice? Where is the sacrifice? Because he knew that God was not going to, but he didn't fully know, but he knew that God was going to provide something. In fact, it was his son that wanted to know where was the sacrifice. Here we are going up to do a sacrifice. And really, if the Holy Spirit had spoken to him, it would say the sacrifice is you. <laughs> What did Abraham say to Isaac at that particular time when he asked about the sacrifice? He said, the Lord will provide. That's where we get that term, Jehovah Jireh. Which means God will provide. It was difficult for the Jews leave the religious system move on to another one. This involves leaving rituals for reality. This involves leaving shadows
But we do know that the Holy Spirit inspired this word. And he's not only the author, but he is the interpreter. Written between AD 33 and the destruction of the temple in AD 70. It had to be written before AD 70 because this book does not even mention what happened in AD 70, which was very significant. Because in AD 70, when Rome and Titus, the general, marched into Jerusalem, destroyed the city of Jerusalem, and even tore down the temple. Another thing significant about the book of Hebrews, Christ had already died, crucified, resurrected, already sitting at the right hand of power, and the Jewish priests were still carrying on the old sacrificial system in the temple. Even today, we have a problem struggling to move from some of our traditions on to reality. Some of our old Zion songs don't line up with the word of God. But we'll still hold on to it. I can hear church folks saying, as long as I have Christ, I don't need anybody else. That's not what the Bible teaches. It teaches us that we should love one another. And uh, we are our brother's keepers. Yes, we have Christ. And he's totally sufficient. But I want to declare today in the church, Jesus is the head of the church. But we are the body of Christ. We need one another. Does anybody know that? Have you ever tried the Almighty Lord recognize the fact that he gave gifts? He didn't give us gifts. Not even salvation just for ourselves. He intended for us to minister one to another. He intended for us to use those gifts. So that the church might grow until we come to the fullness of Christ. Even the gifts someday will be gradually taken away until he comes. Yes, the book of Hebrews was behind, still hanging on to the old sacrificial system not recognizing the fact 
that Jesus had come. And he had already said uh, in Matthew 16 and 18, uh, upon this rock uh, I'll build my church uh, and the gates of hell uh, shall not prevail against it. Upon this rock, not upon Peter, but upon himself, upon the confession that he is the Christ upon this truth. Yes, he sinned at the right hand of Christ, and they were still carrying on the old sick. Sacrificial system. Uh, do you know that he died? Uh, yeah. Uh, and all of these things, uh, bulls and goats, uh, they were just a covering uh, until Jesus came. Uh, some of the people in that day. Believe in Christ. Profess him. That's the first group. Took their way. Their seats. In the assembly. In the church of God. But they have not been born again. We still have folk like that today. Came up and gave the preacher their hands, but not their hearts to God. Got baptized like old, old folk back in the day of Hebrews. Baptized, went to the water, dry devil, got up a wet devil. I think there need, I know there need to be more emphasis even today on conversion, on salvation, because we cannot enter the kingdom of God just by being on the church road. We have to recognize who Jesus is. We have to believe that he died. We have to believe that he got up on the third day morning. Yes. That's all right. Some. John and church and believed and were truly converted. Others flatly rejected the gospel. But the Jews were steeped in ancient ritualistic religion. Ritual religion, which was really just symbolic. Even when the lamb and goat was killed, even the one at the Passover in the Old Testament, it was symbolic of the real pastor lamb. 
which will come and die. That's why the New Testament said that when Jesus died, the veil was rent. That was torn from top to bottom. That meant from top to bottom that it wasn't done by man, but it was done by God. That veil, that curtain in the tabernacle that separated the, the holy place from the more holy place symbolized the, the sinfulness of man and the holiness of God. Yes, but when Jesus came, when he gave us an opportunity to be reconciled, yes, he justified us. He adopted us into the family of God. I'm glad today that he called us children of God. Anybody know him? Has anybody tried him? If you have, just one time, say yeah. Yes! The spirit of Judaism is still in the church today. I said the spirit of Judaism is still in the church today. Still makes us reflect back on what the word says. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a crowd, a great crowd of witnesses, let us lay aside, let's put it away, every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares and entangles us. Chapter 11 that talked about uh, how this great cloud of witnesses has struggled, uh, but through the power of God, they endured. God didn't mean uh, that they were spectators looking down on us. Today, we don't know how much those Old Testament saints know about what's going on down here today. I hear people saying, Mama's looking down on us. We don't know whether Mama's looking down on us or not. Even if we believe that she is in heaven. Some of the things that we're doing today, I'm glad I'm able to believe that mama is not looking down on us. <laughs> oh, praise the Holy God. 
which is proof that his love us enough to pull us back toward the right path. He also exposes us to training like the development of athletes. This shows uh, his superiority of the new covenant. Yeah. Unlike the shock of the Christians or the Jews at Mount Sinai, which brought fear, but in the new covenant, he didn't give us the spirit of fear. He gave us peace. He gave us understanding. Yeah. We don't know what the people in the church, in the church knows or in heaven know, but Luke chapter 15 says they do know and the words say, even so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents over 99 righteous persons who needs no repentance. The Christian life is a race that requires discipline. It requires endurance. We must strip ourselves of everything that would impede us. Weights that would hinder us from moving on in the body of Christ. As I close, Jesus is the superior one. Yeah. I see him going up the old road up to Calvary. Ah. See him stolen as he carried the old heavy cross. Yeah. I can hear the whip where they had beat him all night long. But I hear him on the cross saying, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. This is a picture of the fact that he finished the race. Can't you hear him saying? It's finished! It's finished! It's finished. I will trust
ritual to reality. What a word. Ritual to reality. Thank you so much, Dr. James. That's one of my texts I used to love to study. It showed God real clear to me just now. A ritual to reality. Amen. And James ain't got nothing to do with Mama or Daddy looking down for us, do it. Oh, that guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing like when the word is right in the body. Yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. We have done what has been commanded, and yet there's still room at the cross. Yeah. For somebody. Amen? From ritual to reality. God give bless and keep you, Dr. Jenkins. Uh, he will. You got so much more work to do. I know you thought you retired, but you ain't. You got too much work to do here for with us. You know God's gonna send you to all these babies, huh? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I thank God. Amen. Amen. Well, all hearts and minds are ready to be ready to go, right? Amen. Now and forevermore, and let the church say, no.